man, I was so jealous of anyone that was there being able to experience that. But like you, Jeff, I, I cannot wait for the slew of CM Punk figures that we're about to see from Mattel. Mark. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> it's back. You had to get that out for tonight, dude. I did, dude. I did. I knew this was going to happen. I knew. <laughs> I was hoping we'd get a little bit further into the show, but you were like, oh, can't wait. Can't yeah. wait to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a Jungle product? It's going to be Jeff Green. Rise to the top, oh yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 410 of the fully posable wrestling figure podcast longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today my name is jeff and say alongside next to me is my real live brother not storyline brother scott scott say hello hello scott we need an update from last week did you blow up your works bathroom oh no no oh you didn't okay no i didn't i ended up not getting talkery i forget what i had after might have been was it jack of the box I forget, but no, unfortunately, no Taqueria last week. So many uh, posts about uh, post Thanksgiving dumps on the interwebs this year. (laughs) The second coming of gravy. (laughs) I thought that was kind of interesting and funny at the same time. (laughs) Anyways, how are you doing, dude? I'm doing great, man. And uh, Jeff, just let me say, we had a conversation a week or two ago. And let me just say that was quite a return that is how you do a return sir that is how you come back to the wwe can i tell you how big of an e mark my brother is dude i mean i don't want to say i told you so everyone listening that was like this filthy mark thinking cm punk is actually going to come back to the wwe i went on record saying i thought it was going to happen dude you did you did and i mean look all that crap aside as a fan, I'm just happy that CM Punk is back. And yes, I was acting like a filthy, mouth-breathing, neck-bearded Mark as, like, I'm walking around Macy's in San Francisco like a little <laughs> kid, like, just, like, so, ha- like, a, a grin ear to ear because I was doing family stuff on Saturday, was not able to watch Survivor Series, but I texted Eddie, and I go, dude, if CM Punk comes back, Please text me immediately. I have to know. So I'm waiting. Five o'clock hits. Boom. It's 5.05. No text. I'm like, okay. So he didn't lead off the show with a pipe bomb. Got it. Okay. Maybe it'll be at the end. It's like 7.55 and I'm starting to get antsy. We're on a cable car. We're heading towards San Francisco or towards uh, Macy's in San Francisco. We're riding along. We're riding along. We're walking along. I'm No text. No text. We're now in an Uber heading to Macy's. No text. I'm like, damn it. Come on now. We head into Macy's. As I'm walking in the door, text Eddie. Check the text. It's a picture he took on his TV of CM Punk coming through the entrance. And I lost my mind. And I was like, holy effing S. 
did Punk just come back? And he goes, yeah, dude. <sighs> and I lost my mind. As a fan, I'm just, I'm so happy he's back. I think he's, uh, assuming, and we had this conversation a couple weeks ago, assuming he's on his best behavior, assuming he's happy, assuming the hierarchy in place can keep him happy and keep him in check, I think it's going to be a productive run for him. And to follow up on that, how big of an E-mark my brother is. Uh, yeah, I was at Walmart the next day looking for the Supreme figure. You were at Walmart the next day <laughs> looking for the Supreme figure. Come and on guess what? Now. I found it. I you found did it. find it. Kudos to you. You did find it. Not <laughs> to dip into toy spotting too soon, but yeah, was there the next day like, I need to see a punk figure in my life. I have, and... been, I have been on your case for the past month. Scott, you need to get this figure. Scott, you need to get this figure. Yeah, but he was an AEW cast off at that point. CM Junk walks through the curtain. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, it's like, I need the supreme figure in my life. How, how dare you, sir? But it made me laugh so much that you got that the next day, dude. The very next day. Yeah, I was actually getting antsy Saturday night. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, if Walmart has it, they're going to sell out. And I'm not going to be back there until tomorrow night. And I'm like panicking. <laughs> I'm like checking Walmart's website. Like, FC up on Supreme. <laughs> dude. oh dude i was the worst of the marks on saturday and sunday it was hilarious all i'm gonna say is i can't wait for the ultimate edition uh, yeah which we had talked about that too yes. right i was like and what's funny is this is my first and possibly only aew figure that i'm going to purchase until the briscoes actually you know what i'll take that back i'm really hoping they do a mattel creations exclusive uh, from his return, just like jeans and a t-shirt. Sure, why not? No, that's trash. No, that's a that is a money grab. That's like a Shinsuke Nakamura defining moment cash grab, dude. Okay. No, absolutely not. Do do not do a CM Punk in t-shirt and jeans. No, thank you. Okay. No, thank you. I hope I'm looking forward to the first Mattel Creations Ultimate. How about that? For sure, and it's probably going to be from his first match back, just Correct. like they did with Cody. You know that makes a lot of sense. That's that's an easy purchase for a lot of CM Punk fans, dude. Yeah, an easy purchase. But it was funny because in San Francisco, to kind of backtrack a little bit, Thanksgiving got completely screwed. Uh, unfortunately, Shannon got the flu, so we had to cancel. We were going to take the kids to the city this past weekend. Uh, unfortunately, Alana then got the flu. So it ended up just being Shannon, me and Peyton. We stayed at a hotel in the city. And before we went on our little Christmas lights and Christmas decoration excursion, Shannon and I hit the hotel bar with Peyton and it's like a restaurant bar thing. And we got food and Shannon and I had a couple of drinks. So when I left the hotel heading towards Macy's, I was feeling very, very good. And so like my inner Mark wanted to come out and play. <laughs> and I was, so, I was like literally on pins and needles waiting for the text because I didn't want to be on my phone watching Peacock and you know, you're with the family, you're doing the family thing. I didn't want to do that, but I was like on pins and needles waiting for that text from Eddie. Dude, family time all the time. You can you can take a little moment to catch what was about to happen. It was crazy, dude. I mean, it was absolutely <laughs> yeah. crazy. I mean, it yeah, was just... that pop from the crowd. There are returns and then there is that return. Got like 27 million views in 24 hours. So much social media activity. Uh, you've been a part of a few very special returns, Jeff. The Hardys at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. uh, Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. You were lucky enough to be a part of that. Any of our listeners that were at that event in Chicago, man, I, so jealous. That was an extremely special return. Yeah. Very special. And it, it, you can't relive moments like that. And 
man, I was so jealous of anyone that was there being able to experience that. But like you, Jeff, I, I cannot wait for the slew of CM Punk figures that we're about to see from Mattel. Mark. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> it's back. You had to get that out for tonight, dude. I did, dude. I did. I knew this was going to happen. I knew. <laughs> I was hoping we'd get a little bit further into the show, but you were like, oh, can't wait. Can't yeah. wait to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was super excited, dude. And I mean, I don't watch wrestling nearly as much as I used to. Uh, a lot of it, honestly, when I do watch is for research for drunk wrestling history. But I was tuned in first thing Monday night all the way to the very end until CM Punk's promo start to finish. The whole first hour commercial free. I'm I am fully invested again. I've got my favorite KO on SmackDown. I got one of my other favorites, CM Punk, maybe Monday Night Raw. And dude, I I cannot wait to see what they do with him. He's like the total wild card. Like you think you have WrestleMania 40 scripted, and then CM Punk enters the mix, and you're like, holy crap, what's gonna happen now? I mean, here's what's gonna happen: CM Punk versus Rollins. That's gonna headlight headline night one. Cody versus Roman when Cody finally completes a story will headline night two. All right. I'll ask this last question and we'll get this uh, moving along because we got trivia and uh, we know how long that can take with Scott. Hey, that's your fault. And hey, you warned me again on the notes. It trivia. says trivia. It says trivia. By the way, I will not ask any more LJN questions until Brian from the legendary podcast is on. And then I'll have you guys go back and forth on a question. Perfect. I like yeah. it. So no more LJ and questions. So that's okay. a hint for you tonight that the question is not LJN. So it's probably going to be Hasbro's. No. Oh, wow. Galoob then. No. Just Toys Bendem. No. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. now I'm intrigued. Remco. There you go. Trivia. Oh, nice. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. Excited about the Remco talk. Okay. Put your little fantasy booker hat on. Yes. Do you think they played the CM Punk card at the perfect time or should have held off to number 30 spot at the Royal Rumble? No, 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 no. They played that card at the perfect time, Jeff. When you and I were talking about this a week or two ago, I I mentioned there's not very many moments in wrestling where the stars perfectly aligned for something magical to happen. And that's what happened on Saturday night. Okay. Home crowd, Chicago, Everybody wanted to see it. And I think let's give WWE some credit. Even without CM Punk returning, Survivor Series was a hell of a show. When I got home Sunday night, after I got back from Walmart and buying that CM Punk Supreme figure, <laughs> Shannon and I sat down and watched the show. And I thoroughly enjoyed it, dude. The War Games matches, they kicked ass. Santos Escobar, he's going to be a star if he's not already, was super impressed with the show outside of the CM Punk return. That was just the super big cherry on top. That made it an awesome show. The stars aligned perfectly for this to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and it just goes to show in wrestling, you can never say never, except with the Macho Man. That's the only never say never. Or or don't, this is never. Like, Macho Man never came back. Yeah. Everything else is fair game. Macho Man was the only one that was like, nope, not going back. I don't care. I'll sign the deal with Mattel, but I'm not going back to the WWE. He was the only one. With everybody else, Never say never. And this is just proof of that. If there's money to be made and CM Punk said it himself at the very end of his promo off mic, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. If he can make money and WWE can make money, that anything's possible. And here's the crazy part. 
they didn't even have Roman on the show. Yeah. No KO. No LA Knight. No LA Knight. Their biggest star right now. Wow. Uh, yeah. Arguably. Arguably. Yeah. Before that I, return. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But they didn't have any of those guys on the show. Yeah. It's unbelievable the star power they have going on right now. Oh, it's crazy, dude. And you've got Cody Rhodes, who is the ultimate baby face. Yeah. In a in an, a wrestling world that, that kind of craps on those. You know, that we don't like the white meat good guy. You know, we kind of like some edge to him. Cody Rhodes is just like the perfect good guy and the fans love him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, is that Dusty? Is that Cody's talent? Is it a mix of both? Doesn't matter. Cody's just got it, dude. And honestly, you know, at the end of the day, CM Punk return aside, I think Cody Rhodes ends up completing his story at WrestleMania 40. It's just, it's, I think it's just destined to happen. Much like CM Punk's return, it's destiny, dude. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on the Twitter X, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WF. P, you can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send us, send it on over to FullyPosableWFP at gmail.com. Scott, before we jump into the show, I really wanted to shout these guys out. Mike's Retro Trading Cards. We are not sponsored by Mike's retro trading cards however they did a show this past week with scotty riggs buff bagwell and Lodi. now what does this have to do with trading cards well at the very beginning of the episode and i'm not here to spoil it buff Lodi, and riggs may or may not have signed those trading cards mm-hmm. Th- those wcw Mon- i think they were monday nitro cards from back in the late 90s you guys have to tune into this because not only do they talk about trading cards, they talk about figures, they talk about merchandise in general. Great conversation. It does have Mike the Cleaner in there, but they go in depth, and this is going to shock the trading card world. And I definitely recommend you guys go onto YouTube, search Mike's Retro Trading Cards, and the interview will be right there. You can. It's about a forty-five minute watch. Excellent interview. Cleaner did a, had some great questions for the guys too. So anyways, this is going to shock the world, the trading card world. That is no spoilers, Jeff, no spoilers. I want to spoil so much, but I'm not going to. So don't but do it. I know they go in depth on those cards and did they sign them? Question mark. Hmm. Put on your tinfoil hat. We're going streaking. <laughs> We're going streaking on small world. <laughs> yeah that's a thing now yeah and uh special guest or a friend of the show big dave his daughter works that ride she was at disneyland she was working that ride when it was working it yeah yeah will ferrell just hopped off the boat so go streaking (laughs) we're going streaking so my question to dave was so was it a small world after all i see what you did there (laughs) thank you thank you anyways i worked hard on that one jeff Dick joke. <laughs> I know. I was like, bang, bang, threw a few of them in there. <laughs> uh, anyways, Mike's retro trading cards on YouTube. Please go check it out. It's a very good watch and very, very interesting. And as I said, it's going to shock the trading card world. Scott, yes. you, already, you already picked up your CM Punk figure. Anything yeah, else? but that wasn't it. Yeah, I actually kind of like uh, 
Merry Christmas to me a little bit this past week. Uh, Black Friday, obviously, was checking out sales. Uh, not too much jumped out at me, but uh, WWE Shop did have Randy Orton's Ultimate uh-huh. for $29.99, so I scooped that up. Nice. And they're now gone, or at least they were the other night when I checked. Uh, they're sold out of those figures, so they, they might have gotten more in. I don't know, but uh, that's on the way. Mentioned the CM Punk Supreme. Had to go get that on Sunday as soon as I got home. Uh, also picked up from ringside the Natural Disasters Elite throwback set mm-hmm. and picked up the Hogan SummerSlam Elite when he's in his camo gear. So that's going to go next to the uh, SummerSlam 91 Warrior when that comes in from Target. And uh, that's my toy spotting. So it was kind of a little early Christmas gift to me. How much were the uh, Natural Disasters? Fifty-seven ninety-nine for the set. Okay, that's cool. Not bad at all. No, I wasn't mad at it, dude. Twenty-eight bucks a figure—that's fine. Because I don't—are those even at retail? They haven't hit retail yet. At least they not haven't. out here. Okay, not out. Yeah, I, the show can drop Sunday, and they will already be out on Friday. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't want to chance it. I wasn't playing around with those. I missed out the first time the TNF set. Um, wasn't gonna miss out again. So super happy to have those in the Detolf at some point. And it was one of those things like for an extra, what was it? Those are 58 bucks, I think. At 60 bucks, you get free shipping, which was saved $14. And I'm like, all right, well, I kind of want that Hogan. Let's just throw him in the cart and call it a wash. So yeah, getting those three figures in from ringside pretty soon. But uh, that Orton Ultimate, man, like I said, I was a filthy, mouth-breathing, neck-bearded mark picking up Randy Orton and CM Punk on Sunday. It was great. I was in full Mark mode, dude. <laughs> Uh-oh. Has your love for wrestling come back? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think right. so. It's like that that CM Punk fan in me was just like waiting to come out. You know, he bounced in 2014. I was mad at him. I put on the costume, painted a black eye on myself, <laughs> you know, mimicking or mocking his UFC run. Just mad. You know, I understood why he left, but I was mad. I was like, damn it, you just ruined a hell of storylines that could have happened, you jerk. And then he left, and I was mad, and now he's back, and I'm super happy, and I'm gauging, uh, do I want to break the CM Punk shirt out of retirement? Oh, does it have holes in it? <laughs> I think it has holes in the armpit. I mean, to just invest in a new one, dude. You may have to get a new one, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm almost positive there's holes in the armpit. I do want to head over to Hot Topic and get that CMFTR. I, I do like that shirt with once punk. they're gone, they're gone, dude. You know, they're yeah. not going to make any more of those. So if you're going to grab it, do it now. Yeah, I know. I should, I should probably get that. Yeah. Anyways. Jump on it. So what did you treat yourself to? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know what? Honestly, I didn't spend any money, dude. I, wow. I started building up my cart at ringside and I saw how much it was. And I was like, I can't do that. Holy crap. Like it just, w- what were you like uh, wishing? Like, cause that's kind of a wish list, right? So I did have the Brutus TNF in there. I had Takahashi in there, both of them, the retro. The retro, uh-huh. Um, I did have the, oh my God, what's the name of the company with um, Minoru Suzuki? Oh, Storm. Storm Collectibles, thank you. Okay. Uh, I had that I had that one in there, <clears throat> not the white trunks, but with the black trunks. Okay. And I can't remember, but I had like a few other things in the there. The Uso I, set? I didn't see that. Is that on there? The their, yeah yeah the it's, ultimates it's on their black friday no uh jimmy was jimmy was on their black friday deal but not jay but oh, i think okay. that the two pack was like 69 bucks okay got it got it which i don't know i don't remember if that's normal price or not if it was 74.99 but regardless it's i should really jump on that and get that you really should dude yeah yeah, yeah. um anyways uh just i i saw the final bill and i was like 
cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? They're actually, it works really well if you don't want that. Like you're like looking at it, you're like, eh, instead of going through and deleting it, just leave it alone. They actually dump your cart for you. Oh, do they? Because I kind of did the same thing. I was throwing stuff in. Like I had a few other figures in there and I was like, it's kind of pricey. I don't really want to spend that. And then I sat on it for like 10 minutes and thought about it. And I went back in. They had removed everything in my cart. Oh, man. Well, I was that, like, yeah, they just made my decision for me. I was going to say, they made your decision for you right there. Made it a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. So, um, no, I was just picking up some gifts for people just need to. I put my money towards gifts for the family and everything like that. So oh, good for you. Making me look like a selfish brick. Well done. Oh, yeah. No problem, dude. All right, Scott, it's time for trivia. 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 All that I do know now after digging a little, it's Remco. Yes, it is Remco. Perfect. Um, also, how appropriate was it that we recorded on 1121 and then on 1122, they dropped some news? Every single time. Yeah. Every single time. It happens all the time, dude. Literally, if we're like, okay, we're going to record a few days early. We know that within those two days, they're going to drop some news. And then mm-hmm. we're not going to have it until the following week. And that sucks. Yeah. And now it's already outdated, but we're still going to talk about it, pricks. Yep. Deal with it. <laughs> All right, Scott. I pulled some Remco trivia for you. Love it. Okay. Can you name everyone that just came with an entrance robe only? Entrance robes only no vests no t-shirts no what about jackets no jackets it's entrance robes like full-length robes okay uh hold on pen how many figures are there there are eight eight in robes eight in robes only there is no vests t-shirts um whatever the hell stan lane and steve kern were wearing the fabulous ones (laughs) Okay, no vests, no tees, no jackets. No jackets either. No. By the way, Brian from the Legendary Podcast loved the question last week, and he actually paused the show, and he started going through it. Isn't That's the nice advantage to have when you're listening at home. And he got them all. He was like... Nice. Yeah, he got them all. It didn't take him anywhere near as long to come up with those that like I did. <laughs> I debated on ever asking you trivia again because the amount of editing that goes into that shames Ed on everything that he does for a roast. <laughs> <laughs> That's your fault. You did it. I know, I know. People seem to like the trivia, so I ended up doing trivia and I stole Nate's stole Nate's gimmick from that. Hey, stolen gimmicks like Jordan stolen and Joe. Gimmicks. Yep. Okay, so robes. Robes only. Do the long riders what they were wearing count? Yes, they do. Okay, so that's two. Yes. Okay, so for number one, I'm putting L. Number two, I'm putting R. Long Riders. Baron Von Raschke. Very good. Flair. Very good. And Scott just hit his stall point, like when I smoke meat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not like that, you gross prick. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, I believe, came with a rope. Very good. Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. Michael Hayes. Very good. You are down to only two now. Terry Gordy was a jacket. So was Buddy Roberts, I believe, were jackets, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Martell and Bockwinkle were both jackets. Zabisco was a jacket. The High Flyers and Ganya's Raiders both were like shirts and or jackets. 
Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty were shirts. Precious. Did I miss one? Because I thought. Or did her... Precious not have a robe? I didn't think she had a robe. Okay. I will verify that while you. Uh... Oh, Stephen Regal. Very good. You're only down to one now. Wow. You, you're burning through this. I'm proud of you. That's uh, Mr. Electricity, Stephen Regal, not Lord Stephen Regal. Correct. Okay. So I got one more. Of WWF fame, Stephen Regal. Mr. Electricity, Stephen Regal, WWF fame. He was in the WWF? Yeah, he did some job matches. <laughs> oh, come on now. What? Uh, Abdullah only had the pants. Cologne was singlet. Jimmy Garvin. Stan Hansen was jacket. Precious had a gold top with some green gloves. In the three pack? In the three pack, yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's like a, it's like a, oh, it's like a gold blouse almost. Like she also had gold gloves in one too, huh? Okay, so making three packs. We already got Hayes out of the three packs. Uh huh. You're only Paul down. had a shirt. Yep. You're only down to one. Okay, I'm thinking the grudge match series. That was Garvin and Hall. Garvin had a robe. Abdullah and Cologne. Neither of them had jackets. Bachwinkle was in that set, but he had a jacket. Zabisco, Martel. Um, fabulous ones. Got the Long Riders, Ganya's Raiders, High Flyers. And there's one more. Would you like a clue? No. <laughs> you never want clues. No, I don't want clues. <laughs> you hate clues. I do. You hate the game clue. <laughs> I hate raging clues. South Park reference. <laughs> you didn't do something crazy and be like flare from the two pack and then flare I did. from Matt no. Mania. No. Okay. Okay. Nothing like that. I take this trivia very seriously, Scott. You don't understand, like, thank you, the amount of time that I put into this trivia. Thank you. Although I'm starting to run out of ideas, so <laughs> I'm going to have Nate send in a question. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was like, you also don't want to trample one of Nate's questions and re-ask it. I know. By the way, Nate, no more LJN questions until Brian's on. <laughs> All right, give me a clue. He was from the later series. Okay, so we're talking the grudge matches or Matt Mania. There you go. If I gave you another clue, that would... Uh... No, 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 no. That's That's good. So I know I've exhausted the the two packs, except for the grudge matches, maybe. So on TV Toycast, I was I kept saying that uh, I wanted to play the VHS board game with you with Hogan being bear hugged by Andre on the front. Yeah. And but you never wanted to play with me. I was always like, dude, let's play this game. And you're like, no, I don't want to play. I want to play Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. So or it, I wanted it, to play with the LJNs. Yeah, oh yeah, you played the LJNs, but you never wanted to play that VHS game with me, the board no. game. No. And I was like, I was like, Scott, you asked for this gift. And you're like, yeah, I know. You know, my name's Scott. Yeah. My name's Scott Toon. Yeah. <laughs> so Breaker started hell laughing. He goes, I love when you name people the impression that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Gene Simmons from Kiss. Yeah, you named Gene Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm having a hell of a time with this last one. Think the later series. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's either the grudge matches, because there weren't a ton of them. So it's either the grudge matches or the Matt Mania set. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Buddy Rose. There you go. With the blow away diet. Yay. Okay, that went better than last week. 
It went faster than last week, that's for sure. Yeah, because there was only eight. There's only eight of them. What was it, 15 last week? Yeah, you did good. <laughs> yeah, it took like half an hour, but not through the magic of editing. Through the magic of editing, it took seven minutes. <laughs> that's what you get. But that'll, ed- that'll learn you. But the, <laughs> That'll learn you. But the <laughs> editing took like, God, I don't even know how long, because there's like huge gaps of like silence. I'm yeah. on my I'm on my phone playing the back of the grid or previous grids. <laughs> like, come on now. The, uh, that's what you get. Why the hell did I do this to myself? Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't do it again. Or at least give me a heads up like trivia dash. And then whatever we're going to be doing trivia on. Well, I put trivia on the paper. I thought that would give it away. Yes. Yeah, very, very helpful again this week. Well done, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Well, hey, you got it done quickly. Yeah. All right, Scott, let's get into some news and some of the biggest news this week. In the electrifying world of Powertown, legends live on and dreams become a reality. It's where history and excitement collides. This is our world. This is your world. Welcome to the Powertown universe. Our journey began with the incredible success of Powertown Ultra Series 1. Each figure was meticulously crafted and featured interchangeable hands, ring gear and accessories, and championship belts that are and will continue to be exact replicas of the legendary designs by Reggie Parks. Following the incredible success of Ultra Series 1 comes Ultra Series 2. Series 2 features the second longest reigning NWA heavyweight champion, Dory Funk Jr two-time NWA World Champion Jack Briscoe, five-time NWA U.S. Heavyweight Champion Wahoo McDaniel, Mid-South North American Champion The Electrifying Junkyard Dog, five-time Women's World Champion Medusa, and every wrestler's worst nightmare, Kamala the Ugandan Giant. This series is sure to satisfy every wrestling collector and fan. Pre-orders for Ultra Series 2 opens February of 2024. So whether you're a passionate collector, a wrestling enthusiast, or just looking for a taste of excitement, come join us in the electrifying world of the Power Town universe. The legends live and the thrill never ends. Power Town is where the action lives on. Explore the Power Town universe today. That is right, folks. You heard it. Power Town Ultra Series 2 is coming out soon. The names, as you heard in that clip, that was all over social medias. This past week is Kamala, JYD, Medusa, Dory Funk Jr., Jack Briscoe, and Wahoo McDaniel. I'm going to be honest. The names aren't as strong as Series 1, but I that is no hate to Series 2 because Series 1 was so strong. Yeah, for sure. However, yeah. that JYD is getting got. Yeah, as soon as I saw the name of or the six names that they dropped, I immediately knew JYD was coming home. Yeah. Definitely picking up JYD because you got to think it's going to be a Mid-South version of JYD. Yep. And I'm all about uh, getting myself a Mid-South JYD. Um, Kamala's a big maybe for me. And I'm telling you right now, I said it in the Facebook group chat that we're in, Wahoo McDaniel is going to be the figure of the set. You think so? He's going to be the star of this set. Yes, absolutely, 100%. It's going to be Wahoo McDaniel with the job that they do on the details. I don't know which title they're going to include with him. It's kind of TBD. Uh, but I think with their attention to detail, he's going to be the star figure of the set. 
Well, I'm going to be interested to see how they are able to do a better Kamala than Mattel has done. Mattel has done an excellent job yeah, on Kamala figures. So it's going to take something special to get me to pull the trigger on Kamala. JYDs are for sure. Yes. Wahoo, sure. Wahoo McDaniel, I'm on the fence with. Same with Same. Medusa. Um, but definitely JYD is a for sure in this set. Yeah, and we had some some fun guessing in the Facebook group chat of who they were going to put out. And uh, I forget who it was that said maybe Road Warriors and Powers of Pain. And I was like, well, I'm all over that. Like, here goes my wallet. But <laughs> I, I would 100% be all over Road Warriors and Powers of Pain. But uh, that's a no-go for those. I'm super happy with the names they've announced. Uh, but of course, you know, you're giving us Jack, but not Gerald. We don't want to look over the one of the longest reigning NWA champions ever, Dory Funk Jr. and Jack Briscoe. But I'm telling you, I once they said JYD, the first thought was Mid-South JYD. Just, yes, for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So anyways, Powertown Series 2. I'm hoping they announce the Remcos here pretty soon. Yeah, you got to figure that's right around the corner because they did promise us earlier this week. News was coming on this and here they go. Boom, Wednesday giving us some news. So I'm hoping this weekend, maybe. Yep. I didn't pull any names or anything for the wrestling figs message boards. I gave it a break this week. So let's get into it. WWE Mattel elite Monday night war series one. This is Walmart exclusive. The build a figure is Lex Luger in his return. Look now I know a lot of this is outdated already, but Hey, we'll still go over it. Hulk Hogan where he's in all black. He's got the cross going on up there. He's got the black do-rag and everything. Scott Hall is WCW debut look. He does come with an extra head. Steve Austin, he will have a camo jacket, hat, and a soda can. Yes, yeah, soda. Soda soda hunter. Yes, yeah, soda hunter can. Soda hunter can. Not beer can, soda can. And Undertaker, where he'll be in all black. Was that Ministry Taker? I believe so, yes. Okay, yeah, it was. So those are the four where you will build a figure where your build a figure will be Lex Luger again. This in his is puffy white shirt. It is yes, uh, all uh, Seinfeld. Yes, exactly. <laughs> again, these are all Walmart exclusive. All right, Monday Night War Series three. They showed off the renderings only for Harlem Heat. Uh, regular Harlem Heat will be in black with the orange flames. Variant will be a blue outfit with the orange flames they will have extra heads and have the do rags with the color of said outfit on for example if you get the variant with the blue flames the do rag will be the blue uh do rag that will come with it so are you in on those jeff the harlem heat oh dude yeah anything harlem heat i'm a sucker for okay so even though you have the reds already signed yeah you're gonna jump on these give me these this is very much like osftm Oh, dude, tell me about it. And I love it because they released like four or five different versions of Harlem Heat in different colors. Yeah. And it was just like every single one of them was so rad. Yeah. And like they're kind of doing the same things here. Like I love the black outfits. I love the blue outfits. I love the red ones that we already got in the elites. And I'm like, how do I turn all of these down? I, yeah. I don't know that I can. Give me their figures, dude. All day, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And if the renderings are even close to the figures, total home run. I know we always joke around about, oh, we don't care about what variant we get or chase or anything like that, but I do hope I get the blue. Really? Over the black outfit? From the renderings, the blue looked so good. 
It does, but the black is more traditional, I believe. It is. It is. You're right. They, yeah. When you picture Harlem Heat in your head, for me anyway, it's black or it's red. Those are the the primary color gear that they wore back in the day. So I've already got the red. I'm very much leaning towards getting the black outfits, but I wouldn't cry if I got the the variants. Got it. All right, let's head on over to the Monday Night War Ultimates. Roddy Piper will come with the icon shirt, black jacket, three heads total, and a kilt. Yeah, and this is his WCW look when he came into WCW in, what was that, 96? Late I think it was 96, yeah. Yeah. And Bret Hart. Three total heads, WWF <laughs> winged eagle, mm-hmm. black tights, and he does have interchangeable arms. So where you can take off the jacket and pop the arms on to make it wrestler Bret Hart. He will be in all black with that hot pink that he had going on. They tried to give him new heads on this one, dude. And it, again, it's just, yeah. I I will say what, the one that was shown on the figure isn't as bad as the other ones that have been shown. The other two are just horrendous. Yeah, I, I really don't have anything to add. It's just another really bad strikeout on Bret Hart, and I don't know why. They really just don't like Bret. Like, can we can we put the arms on the neck joint and just make like a mutant Bret Hart with an arm for a head? Because that would look better. Dude, what what is going on? They they can get everybody, man. Oh, I shouldn't yeah. say everybody. Ninety nine point nine percent they can get. Just they can't get Brett. Yeah, and we rave about Mattel. I mean, you've heard me at Comic-Cons just gush about Mattel, dude. But, man, this is turning into like a Sasha Banks thing. It is, they, man. They just cannot get Brett, and I don't know why. I don't know why they just cannot. And like you said, the head that comes on the figure is probably the best of the three. But it's still not, like, super great. Yeah. Sunglasses help. I won't say who said this because, but somebody did text me and they were a hundred percent correct. It's almost like we kind of hope that Mattel loses the license to Brett just to see if one of these mm. third party companies can yeah. at least take a crack at it. Yeah. Because it's been swing and miss over and over. And it's like, how many times are they going to have to keep going back to the drawing board on, on Brett face scans? It, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you don't even look forward to Brett Hart figures anymore. <laughs> no i get scared dude <laughs> yeah like hey we got another brett coming it's like oh no <laughs> who's this one gonna look like it's like Not brett. This, i don't know what to say anymore i mean so many companies in the past have gotten brett's face correct hasbro did a good job yeah L- ljn wasn't perfect but i mean it you know they didn't have the technology that they have today yeah and it looked good yeah it helped you know there were sunglasses on it yes jacks look good for 1988 or 87 whatever it was jacks did a good job on it I just, yeah. I, I don't know what to say anymore, man. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't want to hammer Mattel because like you said, Jeff, 99.9% of all their other stuff is just outstanding. And and we've gushed about Mattel many times on the show, but for some reason it's just, it's with Brett, you know, we used to make fun of like Lemon Becky and then we'd make fun of Sasha. Well, now the running gag is kind of, all right, here's another Brett Hart figure <laughs> with, oh boy, look at that head. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> um, Scott. What do you think about the new packaging? You've gotten it in hand, right? Or you... No, not yet. Oh, you haven't. Okay, I thought you did. I was just wondering because no. I ha- I haven't purchased any figures with the new packaging just yet. Yeah, I think EO Sky is probably going to be my first purchase. Yeah, of the the new figure or the new packaging with the figure. 
Um, I've seen, I mean, I've seen pictures of it. It's okay. Fine. If you're a loose collector, who cares? Right. Is that going to take you out of the autograph game for those specific? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would not be getting those elites signed. We were talking about that on TB Toycast, And one of the things that I kind of brought up is if you're a two letter person or a three letter person, like Mox. Or, or Roman Reigns, RR. Or Seth Rollins, SR. If yeah. you're a two-letter guy, those work perfect. Yeah, those are great. But if you're a guy that likes to dress up your autograph like Jerry Lawler, Bret Hart. Uh, uh, a Brutus Beefcake. Brutus and that's Be- an example because he's in the new packaging in that elite throwback. And he's got a beautiful signature. He's going to have to scrunch that down now, Jeff. That's a perfect point. Yeah. So, like, how is that going to look on these packagings? With yeah, the, they're going to be signing over their face, which I know a lot of them don't like to do. It's fine with Brett figures, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Only Mattel Brett figures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know how it's going to look. I mean, a lot of the guys don't like signing over their faces, and they yeah. like to sign lower on the chest or around the tights area. You know, how many like- series do you think the new packaging is going to run? Well, they typically do two years. Okay. So unless they can come up with a new plan of attack in two years. Yeah. So you're you're thinking like 10 to 12 series, probably. Yeah, around there. Yeah. Okay. So if this doesn't go well, then they've, you know, they'll probably have to go back to the drawing board with the packaging team and say, hey, what can we do about getting more of plastic on there and stuff like that? So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you have to think because a lot of those, a lot of the companies out there, the toy companies, they did switch uh, some of them temporarily, you know, like Hasbro with their Marvel series. Uh, they're, they're Everybody's going to be kind of reverting back to, okay, we're going to go back to Windows in front. Uh, like G.I. Joe, for example, did that. You know, they mm-hmm. went to the all cardboard packaging. Now they're flipping back to the windowed packaging, which a lot of people prefer. You got to think it, after this, this has kind of run its course, this packaging, there's going to be, the more of the clear window in the front that we're used to with elites. Yeah. So I don't think this is going to go on to, like you said, Jeff, two years, 10 to 12 series. So we'll deal with it and it'll be better afterwards. And not that the packaging looks bad. It's just for autograph seekers like us. It's not super great. Cause like you said, Jeff, somebody with a really beautiful signature, like Brutus beefcake got to really <laughs> scrunch that down. Yep. Scott, that rounds out the news. As I said, there is no questions from the Wrestling Figs message board, so I'll be back next week with those. But it is time to get into the nostalgia segment. What do you say we get into it? Let's go talk about it. Before we get into this nostalgia segment, we want everybody to head over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. What we want you guys to do over there this week is look for Jack's best of WCW wrestling figures. Last week, we did the best of ECW, but this week, we want you to look for best of WCW and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, Scott, what you got for Best of WCW Jax? Yes, sir. Jax, Best of WCW consisted of Billy Kidman, 
He was wearing jorts and a white tank top. Next up, he who shall not be named, or as refer to him on Drunk Wrestling History as Ooh. <laughs> he was in black tights, came with a four horseman shirt and a water bottle accessory. Next up, Chris Jericho came with a microphone accessory, was in yellow and black tights. Eddie Guerrero accessory looked to be a cooler. That's I think I couldn't make out what it like a briefcase, maybe something. It looked to me like a cooler. It could be a briefcase. Anyway, he was in red and white tights, had a white top on. Rey Mysterio, he was in his Halloween Havoc 1997 gear, came with a steel chair accessory. Last, certainly not least, of course, you think WCW, you think Ric Flair. Purple Shockmaster. Oh. <laughs> Yeti. Shark. <laughs> wow. What? All the Dungeon and Doom. <laughs> All the crap gimmicks. <laughs> Flair was in purple trunks, purple boots. And came with the WCW world title. And Jeff, that rounds out Jack's best of WCW. I love these two lines. We did best of ECW last week, but this week we're doing best of WCW. Love these two lines, how they even went with this. There was only one series for each. That was it. Yeah, that was it. But I don't know. the Between the packaging for the best of ECW and then this one for the best of WCW, the packaging made it special. Yes, I know these guys were in ruthless aggression bodies. We talked about it last week. Yeah, that was the era, though, man. That was Jax. Yeah, exactly. At the time, they were awesome. They were <laughs> they were wrestling figures. How about that, Scott? <laughs> Let's not use it, the word awesome. They were cool for the time. It was fine. I mean, would these guys, if you did like a Mount, it's almost a Mount Rushmore, right? It's six names. So is this really like a Mount Rushmore plus two of WCW? No, of course not. You know, they didn't have the rights to do everybody that had been in WCW, but I think that the name selection here is fine. They had rights to these guys, put out a series. It was totally fine. Uh, Decent set. Very decent set. Yeah. I mean, these guys did represent WCW, you know, when WCW was going full force. Yeah. This would have been like Nitro era, best of WCW. Yeah, even though quite a few of these guys jumped over to WWF during the Monday Night Wars. Yes, actually, correct. Actually, now that I look at it, three of uh, three of the six did. Jericho, Eddie, and ooh, ooh. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. later on, yeah, you got Kidman in there. You got Flair in there. You got Ray in there. But yeah, that was in like the 2000s. So anyways, yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun nostalgia line to go back and look at. It maybe even jump in and grab a few of these figures because I'm about to get into some eBay prices and these prices on these figures aren't that expensive to go back and collect. Yeah, I think uh, if you're going to go back and grab one, Chris Jericho would be the one I would get. Probably. I, I think that's the figure of the set. I was kind of surprised that not many of them came with, uh, excuse me, quite a few of them did not come with an accessory. So Jericho didn't, Eddie didn't. Uh, no, Jericho had a mic. Oh, did he? I missed that when I was researching. With, yeah, on the packaging, it's hard to see, but yeah, it's a little microphone that comes with them. Okay, what did, did Kidman come with anything? I didn't see anything. No, I didn't see an accessory with Kidman. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah he got his jorts, that was enough. Because the best of WCW, or excuse me, the best of ECW, I should say, last week, like Stevie had a stop sign, the Dudleys had Yeah, ladders. everybody had something with them. Yeah, these ones, they didn't have, not everyone had something. Yeah, yeah, correct. All right, let's get into those eBay prices. Billy Kidman last sold eBay listing was October 12th for $30. 
uh, seller originally wanted $35. So he accepted 30. Chris Benoit with the water bottle, last sold eBay listing November 11th for $25. Actually, I said his name. I should probably put like a bleep, like I cursed. Yeah, like back in the uh, the mid 2000s when somebody would swear on WWE.com, it'd go brawler. <laughs> was it that part of John Cena's show or something like that when he was? On yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's all brawler. Yeah, he'd swear and it would just go brawler. <laughs> that was hella funny, actually. For the Brooklyn brawler. Yes. I should point that out. Yes. Yes. Chris Jericho with the mic, last sold eBay listing October 30th for $26 on five bids. And mind you, these are all carded. Eddie Guerrero, last sold eBay listing, also November 11th for $32.99. Ray Mysterio with the steel chair, last sold eBay listing, September 24th for $30 on one bid. And Ric Flair, WCW world title, last sold eBay listing, November 28th, which was yesterday, Scott, for $21. And it's not a bad Flair figure. It's no. kind of the, the shorter hair Flair. Yep. But good looking figure. Yeah, excellent looking figure. I didn't hate it one bit. No, fun series. You're right. It's it's really fun to go back. I think I like the ECW one better. I do too. Yeah, that was kind of, a, I don't know. I, I just kind of prefer that one. But this is a very, very strong assortment. I thought the figures were good. Uh, to me, Jericho is the standout. Yeah. All right, Scott. What do we do for the next nostalgia segment? Um, I have some ideas. Care to share? No. I'm not going to spoil anything, dude. Let it be a surprise. Well, maybe they want to be spoiled. Maybe we tease and then set it up for next week. Hmm. These guys were wrestlers. <laughs> well, I see you're treating them like you treat me. The guys <laughs> on the notes. Trivia. Trivia. You're lucky you get that. Well, well I, I guarantee we'll be talking about figures. Specifically, wrestling figures. You don't have a clue, do you? I've got ideas. I've, okay. I don't have it narrowed down yet. I was going to throw a few at you. Okay. And we'll see what sticks. Okay. All right. The Maddie Collector series it is. <laughs> Actually, we've done know, that one. I was going to say, I think we've done that one. Yeah, we've done it. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, we've covered that one, dude. Man, 410 episodes. We've covered basically everything. Well, I mean, not everything, uh, but a lot. Yes. A lot. Every single classic superstar series, defining moments. TNA. We've covered TNA, Just Toys Bendems. Yeah. Obviously, Hasbro, LJN, Galoob, Remco. We've done all that. <laughs> Didn't we cover LJN twice? I think we did. Hey, this... third time's a charm. You want to start talking about LJNs again? <laughs> Brian's going to have to be on for that one, dude. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. The song's called We've Run Out of Ideas. <laughs> 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 Not as bad as the uh, NECA Bon Jovi figure, but. Oh, and God bless Steve Hoker for doing the Lord's work and putting Sarah Connor's head on the Bon Jovi <laughs> figure body. Wasn't that great when he did that? Yeah, he's like the hair lined up perfectly and it totally did. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. I'm like, this is what NECA meant to do. Did Steve Hoker get it, by the way? The Bon Jovi figure? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, but that does remind me. So I always mention Steve in the uh, roll call bit. Yes. But as a kind of a follow-up to last week, uh, Steve did throw out the charity because we mentioned that his T Public 
which by the way, on T public, his store name is Starman NJ. Mm-hmm. All proceeds do go to charity. Give me one sec here, Jeff. I'm going to find that charity name for the month of December because he does change it up. It goes to chastity. Chastity is the charity. That's the third week in a row we have mentioned chastity from ECW. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with us? <laughs> That's the most mentioned she's gotten on any wrestling anything this year. <laughs> Guaranteed. Watch Power Town in their next Ultra Series 3. Chastity. Chastity. <laughs> Steve reached out and said that he had just finished listening to the episode. So to clear it up for everyone, December's charity is either going to be the Food Bank of New Jersey or Toys for Tots. So again, if you want to support Steve, he's got some great products over there from all of his podcasting friends. He's just a hell of a dude. He's one of the most genuine, nicest guys you'll ever want to meet. And again, on T Public, check out store name Starman NJ. That is Steve's store. Any and all support goes to those charities. And uh, Steve, I just want to say thank you for doing that. I think that that's amazing. Uh, it, it goes along with his character. He's just so giving, and it's why we love him. Toys for Tits. It's my favorite charity. <laughs> you are on to something, sir. Don't think it hasn't crossed my mind, man. <laughs> I like it. I Come like in. it. <laughs> I've got a lot of wrestling figures on the wall. I know. You were donating that RVD last week. You're going to be like, saving that one now. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jeff. This is This is earmarked for something else now. <laughs> all right that rounds out the show also we want you to check out wrestlingtoytracker.com over there you can find all the card and loose prices for ljn's gloobs hasbro's just toys bendoms defining moments and retros if you're on the hunt for any of those figures you want to start collecting those check out wrestlingtoytracker.com to make sure you're getting the fair market value again that's wrestlingtoytracker.com Calm. All right, Scott, what you got for drunk wrestling history this week? Uh, the show that comes out tomorrow. I'm sorry, on Friday. So two days ago, for those of you listening on Sunday. Uh, show that dropped this past Friday was ECW November to Remember 1998. Okay. So and if you were around for that, uh, Travis might have actually been there. Oh, that's right, huh? Yeah, he might have actually gone to that show. Um, so we talk about that. Sh- it's... <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I loved ECW at the time, but I go back and watch some of those matches now. And I'm like, uh, which parts um, normally Shane Douglas. I felt that way back in 98. It just, didn't... I didn't, I loved him back in 98, dude. And now I go back and watch his stuff and I'm like, Hmm, I'm with you. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I just, uh, anyway, anyway, Aside from that, fun show. The Dudleys were on it. That's all I need to say. Dudleys were on it. You got to watch it. Uh, ECW November 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 to Remember 1998 is what we're talking about this week on Drunk Wrestling History. Download it wherever you download your podcasts at. Because we are Drunk Wrestling History, we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. Also, we want you guys to check out the Rumble Wheel with Breaker and Daniel Cross. By the way, Scott, did you know that Breaker was in a commercial for W? Excuse me, ECW? On sci-fi. Really? Yes. You can actually find it on YouTube. Breaker was a, uh, he was a gentleman taking the shooting star press from Evan Bourne. Oh, nice. Okay. And he also had a buddy go with them to these commercial shoots who had to take power bombs from Jack Swagger and they did not have a crash pad for him. Oh, dude. Was this and, wait, this guy was trained, right? Yes, he was trained. Oh, okay, okay, good. But at the same time, dude, 
you know, when they're trying to get the perfect shot and they're trying to set the camera up in different angles and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the yeah. dude, after the 10th power bomb, I'm pretty sure he's kind of feeling it a little bit. So, oh, uh, anyway. yeah. Anyways, Breaker talks about that on Rumble Wheel this past week. So, anyways, check out Rumble Wheel with Breaker and Daniel Cross. They, they have a lot of fun stories about wrestling days. It's, it's really good. That's awesome. Also, check out the TB Toycast. And Scott, guess what we talked about this week? Hmm. You always throw it over to me for the guessing game. Yes. I'm going to guess you talked about very small rocks. No, we did not talk about those things that are in the Toy Hall of Fame. Hmm. Do I get another guess? Sure. Uh, the wooden paddle with a rubber band and a red ball. How is that not in the Toy Hall of Fame? It probably should be. Yeah, I think that should go in. <clears throat> it probably should. I think every kid had one of those. Well, yeah. at least any kid that was that was our age or that is our age that grew up way back then, I think everybody had one. Or what about the little guns with the cork on the end and a string? And you put the thing in, you pull the trigger to pop the cork out? I don't remember that one. No? Okay. I remember the squirt guns where it had the the rubber top and you filled it with water and there's just like... It, 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 yes, but nothing could ever top... I'm sorry, Super Soaker. Nothing could ever top the Intertech water guns. You know, battery powered, you know, big Dave sent me that a commercial the other day. That's awesome. That is (laughs) awesome. Those were the best squirt guns, dude. They had a shoulder strap on a squirt gun that looked like a legit machine gun. (laughs) So awesome. I had the M16 and the little, I think it's like an MK 45 or something like that. Uh, The M16 did not have a shoulder strap to the best of my memory, but the HK or MK 45 totally did. And it literally had an insertable clip that you filled with water and you snapped it into the gun. You put the shoulder strap up and over yourself and you were running around like a mat. You literally thought you were Rambo. It was so (laughs) awesome. Dude, in 1986, there was no cooler water gun. But to answer your question or to answer my question, actually, we talked about He-Man Series 3. Oh, Series 3. Yeah. It should have included He-Man, right? Well, it did. It had He-Man with battle armor. Or some type of armor. Okay, was that the one where like you touched it and it rolled and it was like a, a scratch on the armor and then you tapped it again and it would roll and it was two scratches on the armor? That one I don't remember because Skeletor okay. Skeletor also had some type of... Yes, yes. Okay, so, so maybe on that the was... Chest, on the chest, it was like a roller piece inside the chest that like you could hit it with one of the toy swords okay. or an axe or whatever weapon and it would roll inside the chest and it would have one scratch. And then you'd hit it again with the weapon and it would roll. And then it was two scratches on the armor. Oh. And I think it went up to like two or three or something. And then the next time it rolled, it was clean again. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, for 1985 or whatever, it was pretty awesome. Uh, Fisto was also in that series. The great Fisto. Uh, Buzz off? Buzz, buzz off? Yeah, the B. Yep. The B was in there. Yep. So I was collecting well into series three. I had all those. Oh, we did? I didn't remember having a buzz off. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we had buzz off. Uh, was Jitsu in that one with the gold hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. We were definitely still collecting it a Series 3. Okay, Jitsu was in there. Uh, Clawful? Claw? Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the, like the lobster guy. Yeah. Uh, yep. Prince Prince Adam and Orko were also in that. Definitely had those as well. And I remember having Orko and Prince Adam. I definitely yeah, Orko was a must. He was the one you'd put the little ripcord into him and pull it and he had a little spinny and you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Orko yep. was a must. He was such a big part of the cartoon and yep. he didn't come out until series three. And when he did, oh my gosh, like people lost their minds. <laughs> it was like when Solo Sokoa came out in the elite series, like 
kids finally had a solo figure to play with. That was what it was like when Orko came out. And I just compared Orko to Solo Sokoa. There you go. <laughs> and there's your tie-in. And there's the tie-in. There's the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> seven <laughs> degrees of Orko. <laughs> All right. Uh, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast as well. Joe and Jordan were back with the stolen gimmicks this past week. In the Marbles pod with Ethan and Soda Hunter. Also check out Legendary Wrestling Figures with Brian. They're doing season two, which means series two. Excellent. Which, which means we have to be back on, Scott. I can't wait. I yep. cannot wait. So we've got to go back on there to review and give our scores on Paul Orndorff, King Kong Bundy. Uh, was SD Jones part of series two or was he three? I think he was series three. He was series three. Okay. So I think so. Yeah. Orndorff Bundy. I just saw the lineup the other day and now I'm drawing a blank too much immaculate grid. Anyways. Uh, yeah, exactly. But dude, honestly, like just LJN's as, as a whole, like from series one to the very end with grand toys to the average person, if you lined all of the LJN's up, and to somebody that knew nothing about wrestling, had no idea who Hulk Hogan was, and you took all the belts off of every figure, and you lined them up and you said, average person off the street, who do you think out of all these figures is the champion, is the best wrestler out of all of these? I guarantee you 85% of those interviewed would say Paul Orndorff. Rick Rude. Oh, not Rick Rude, dude. <laughs> no. Well, that goes back to Marty DeRosa talking about Paul Orndorff was his champion. He looked like a champion. He did. He was taller. He was in the most muscular pose. He called him Radical Ricky Awesome. <laughs> that is such a great name, dude. It is a great name. That it's totally good. describes. That's almost better than Paul Orndorff. Because <laughs> that totally describes that figure. Yeah, I know. He should have been called R Radical Ricky Awesome. <laughs> Uh, but season two is up on the legendary wrestling figures with Brian. <laughs> also check out the work, the arm podcast with Jeff and Jamie as they watch WCW pod subjects to change with Nick Dunham and his two kids discussing wrestling from all eras from eighties to current day. Again, that's pod subject to change. Also check out not trivia with buds, but trivia. Oh, it is trivia with buds. It's trivia with buds. Oh, I meant. To, I think last week I said Ryan with buds. <laughs> you did. That's right. Yes. That's right. But Ryan okay. with buds. Yeah. Anyways, it is trivia with buds. Check that out. Also, Chick Foley show with Sashina and Marco, RJ over at Ringside Rant. Check out Rucker and EJ over at Boots of the Face. Pulling up a chair with him and the Fig Life and Marty and Sarah. Speaking of Marty Derosa, Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep, going to throw it out to Jason Wolf if you need artwork or if you need or love custom Hasbro figures, and I know most of you do, check out Jason Wolf. That's W-U-L-F on his social media accounts, The Art of Jason Wolf. Get in touch with him. Hit him up. I know all of his com Christmas commissions are booked. He's a very busy man, but line some stuff up for next year. Take your Christmas money, buy some custom Hasbros, buy some custom artwork. You will not be disappointed. Again, Jason Wolf. that's W-U-L-F, on his social media accounts, The Art of Jason Wolf. And of course, Jeff mentioned him earlier, going to mention him again, the great, the super kind Steve Hoker, giving to charity all proceeds, 100% of the proceeds from his T Public site, which you can find at Starman NJ on T Public. That's Steve's store. Go check it out. Buy some stickers, buy some stuff, give to charity. It's all a good cause. We love Steve. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call.
How did you play with your He-Mans? What do you mean? I did usually you... did it with my hands. Oh, I, yes, I know that. But did you like set the good guys up in one area and the bad guys up in another? Uh, so all of the good guys were up at Castle Grayskull. Okay. And then yeah, the that... bad guys would invade and attack. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah, and I would usually have He-Man in the throne and I'd set up like Beast Man or one of the dumbasses like Merman or something to go fall through the trap door in front of the throne. And then He-Man would jump over the trap door and go kick ass. So I usually he... killed off one of the good guys like Mechanek or something. So while He-Man was dropping <clears throat> a deuce, they would just On fall the throne. through the... He would just fall through the trap door and just attack? Yeah. Yeah, like Beast Man would come running in with his whip. Like uh-huh. He-Man's taking a shit and here comes Beast Man going to whip him off the toilet. He-Man's like, nope, trap door, boom. <laughs> It's all the time of attack, though. Now you sleep with the fishes. That's like when Bam Margera would go in and just attack his dad. Well, his dad was deucing. Yeah. <laughs> well, his dad was deucing. <laughs> just slapping his fat. It's just so wrong. <laughs> oh, man. I want to watch Jackass. Dude, it's so funny, too, because when we were talking about it, I forgot to say it on the show, but I remember I had a friend in fifth, fourth or fifth grade, and he came over one day. And I was like, hey, do you want to play toys? Like, I think my brother's playing Nintendo. And he's like, yeah, we can play toys. And I was like, what do you want to play? And he goes, He-Man. And I was all, He-Man? Because this was the decline of He-Man. He-Man had already begun its descent. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't want to play starting lineups? Or he goes, no, I want to play He-Man. This was a special guest, Sean, was it? No, I don't think it was Sean. I want to say it was another friend of mine. His name is David. Okay. Uh, but- oh, I think I remember that kid. Yeah, he was a yeah. friend, like in third or fourth grade or something. Yep, I, I think I remember that kid. But he came over and he's like, I was like, yeah, Scott's playing Nintendo. He's like, okay. I was like, you don't want to play starting lineups? And he goes, no. He goes, I want to play He-Man. And I'm like, okay, that's random, but all right, we can play. Very random. I was like, we can play He-Man, I guess. <laughs> You're like, so, I'm not going to have any fun, but whatever. So I remember I had to set up Castle Grayskull and... uh we would set up the guys and he, he kind of came up with his own idea for how he wanted the storyline to go. Got it. So Got anyway. it. yeah, I didn't like that kid because I was playing MLB for the Nintendo. <laughs> okay. Having fun. And he came in and wanted to ask a million questions as I'm trying to play the game. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, scramp kid. I'm not trying to talk to you. Go see Jeff. That's who you're here for. Not me. What kind of questions was he asking? Like, how, I, it's just like questions about baseball and like, what are the controls like? Like, how do you control guys? How do you do this? How do you, I'm like, get out of here, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to crush home runs here. Like, beat it. <laughs> Go play He-Man, you little jerk. I remember dad didn't like him either. So, yeah. 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 He didn't, he didn't he, come over too many times. He didn't come over a lot. No, no, no. I, He wasn't a friend that long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he came over, asked for He-Man. That was pretty much it for him. And funny note, He-Man cost me the Crystar series. Or pretty much the Crystar line. What do you mean? Mom specifically mentioned He-Man as a reason why I wasn't getting Crystar. She's like, you have too many collections like He-Man. You stop collecting something, I'll I'll think about getting you Crystar. And I'm oh. like, well, that's not a guarantee, so I'll take more He-Man figures, please. Oh. By the way, speaking of, Fall Guy is coming to the movie theaters. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. The movie industry is officially out of ideas when they start rehashing Fall Guy. Come on, Fall but, Guy. Seriously, Fall Guy. But I don't. It, it's funny because I don't remember that storyline. Was he a, like a stunt actor? He was a stunt man. Yeah. What I remember from that series is Lee Majors played the Fall Guy. Right. I remember the truck. Yeah. And I remember the blonde. That's it. Was there a helicopter too? 
That, no, I think you're thinking Magnum PI. Was it Magnum? Yeah. Magnum PI had the Ferrari and he also had a helicopter that uh, I think it was name was TC was the helicopter pilot. By the way, when I went over to mom and dad's for Thanksgiving, mom was watching Magnum PI. Really? Yeah. That's adorable. It's funny. <laughs> that's adorable. If you know our mom, that's adorable because she loved, apparently still loves Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Yes. Yes. And there is a picture of mom from the mid eighties at Disneyland next to a Tom Selleck cutout. And Big Dave's dad, Roger, is standing behind the Tom Selleck cutout with his index finger in a uh, uh, very precarious place on the Tom Selleck cutout. He was replicating his dick. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was going to leave it up to the listeners' imaginations being like, oh, he was pretending Tom Selleck was Pinocchio with a large (laughs) nose. Thanks for pointing it out, Jeff. Nope. He was like the streaker going on in a small world. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, anyways. All right, Scott, for episode 410, anything else? Yes, real quick. We uh, we had to say goodbye this week to our goddamn little dog, Bambi, member of the family for many years, and she will be missed. We loved her dearly. It's never easy to say goodbye to a pet. Uh, this was no different. It's like losing a family member. It is losing a family member. And Bambi, we love you. You will always be the goddamn little dog. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig Life since 2016 and happy toy hunting. Goddamn little dog. Yep. That was her name. That was, <laughs> yep. If she wasn't being called sweets, she was being called the goddamn little dog. I like how animals always take on new names after you get them. Yeah. We're going to name you Bambi. And that's the only time we're going to call you that name is right now. You're From naming- now on, your name is something different. Every single time we re- refer to you. You're naming me Bambi? That doesn't fit. <laughs> you said we're naming you. No, no, not not you specifically, Jeff. This was oh. in a hypothetical situation where you're naming your animal for the first time. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Like Shannon's uh, cat, we named him Pantera. He passed away in 2019, but when he was alive, when we got him, she had raised him since he was like hours old. He was like, he would fit in the palm of your hand. Uh, so we had him since then. And he was just the super sweetest cat. Anyway, his name was Pantera. And when we named him, that was the last time we called him Pantera. Okay. He, he absorbed, I don't even know how many names, dude. Countless names. Countless names. That's just how it goes with pets. You sing oh. songs to them. You greet them when you leave. You greet them when you come into the house. They're a member of the family and it sucks when they go. Yeah. It's the worst. And every time you walk into a room and they're there, you always have to greet them then. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, what's up, animal? And you know what I realized? I've never said my name to them. I've never introduced myself to them. Yeah, that's kind of rude, isn't it? We never do that. Yeah, I've never said, hi, Baroness or Optimus. My name is Jeff. I've never, they, they just know me as human that keeps feeding their, or filling up their food bowl. Well, I was going to say, yeah, to a cat, <laughs> they don't give a shit what your name is, dude. <laughs> just clean their litter box, keep their water full, keep their food full. That's all they need from you. They don't care what your name is. Like yeah. the rock. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> <laughs> That's cat life. Yeah. Optimus's n- name is Optimi. And Baroness's name is Baron Yah. <laughs> <laughs> Optimi, uh, that indicates multiple Optimuses. S-s-s-s-s. No, it's just it's just him. Like cacti, right? Isn't that multiple cactuses? Oh, I think you're right. So if you go optimize, that implies multiple 
Oh. You should get two more males and call them. I'm not doing that. Nah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> two cats is fine. Yeah, exactly. But I call them Optimi, and their real names are Optimus Prime Tune and then Baroness Decobre Tune. <laughs> but Decobre. I call Decobre. That's her re- that was her real name. Nice. Nice. Yes. And thank you, Chad Ecto Young, for informing me that. But uh, <laughs> her uh, her name is or her the cat's name is Baroness de Cobre. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, those are the cat's names. But I call them Optimi and uh, Baronya. 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 It's just fun. Oh, anyways, I want to thank everybody for listening to episode four ten. Hashtag Big Life. Adios. Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers Busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M.O.C Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week With the OGs of WFP Fully posable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings